How's it going, everybody? Thanks for joining us here for Emerald City Hockey's post-game live. RJ, I'm running out of digits that I can count these <laughs> wins on. I don't know what I'm going to do if this goes another couple. Yeah, I mean, eight wins in a row, tying a franchise record. I mean, we're kind of now going forward in uncharted territory here in the best of ways with the Kraken getting it done yet again. But first question I have for you, Dylan how are you doing after that Adam Larson goal? You feeling all right? I, I need to know your reaction to that one. It was very good. I, I was snacking on a bag of croutons. I'm, I didn't spill any, but I came close. Were. I came close. Okay. Not going to lie. Need the carbs. Crouton discipline. Show. Yep. Yes. Lots of practice. <laughs> she knows. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was a sweet goal. I mean, the soft hands, prettiest goal the Kraken have scored in like, three years probably if we're just being real about it uh yeah no it was fantastic but it was just another night rj where the kraken get the win started off rough again right seeding a lot of shots to, to washington uh joey came up big another night of an over 950 save percentage for him i mean we're just running out of things the depth scoring scoring from four different players defensemen getting involved in this one just everything is working and everything's going well there's just like nothing for us to talk about Right. It feels like we've seen this game before many times, which is kind of what we were saying earlier in the season, too. Only now it's a good thing. Uh, the Kraken have found that consistency they were searching for, uh, which is awesome. They go into every single game with a blueprint to win it based on solid defense, keeping the whole game in front of them. And they just execute time and time again except early in the game. But you know what? They've got Joey Decord for that. He was fantastic again. Another game where he allows two or fewer goals. That's every single game on this eight-game win streak. The Kraken have allowed two or fewer goals. Um, you know, the goaltending, everything coming together. Yeah, no, it is. Talk about it being an eight-game win streak, RJ. You know what would be special if they could get to number nine, right? You know what would be special about that? What? What? Tell me, Dylan. Well, that's how many mini golf holes there are and duffel board holes there are over at a flat stick pub location. <laughs> of course, you could have a win for every hole in the course. Let's go. There you go. Love that. Um, yeah, I mean, nine holes, nine wins. Just keep it going. See if we can get to 18. That's yes, the that's the yes, ultimate goal. That's the, do the that's course then, twice. That's then the thing. We got to do that. Well, because then you go through the whole duffel board course as a warm up for the mini golf course, of course. Yeah, exactly. Nine plus nine. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thanks, everybody. So thanks to Flatstick for, for sponsoring us, of course. And on to the Super Chats here that have been stacking up absurdly saying, kicking us off. Kraken streaking through the National Mall. Yes, they are, RJ. <laughs> exactly love that and uh in dc for this game while the caps are still in dc got to get as many wins as you can uh before they move definitely it was nice to see that and you know what good crowd this is something that i don't think i've ever mentioned before but they always seem to have great crowds there so i, I want to throw that out there now you'll sure. admit this yes now <laughs> Here's i will the pens capitals rivalry and all that <laughs> exactly and when it's gonna all end there and everything yeah uh but maybe and you know also coming out of that buffalo game much better crowd tonight, I would say. Okay, that's that's a good point. <laughs> Definitely. Light with the super chat here. I'm going to take my victory lap. At the end of the homestand, I said the Kraken fixed their issues, got some flack for it. After going 0-6-2, they went 10-0-2, totally changed their season, beat fake Washington. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I remember, Light, I remember you yeah. making this point, like while they were still in the midst of that losing streak about how things were improving, and we were seeing the signs of it too. It's really easy when you're at the end of it now to look at the progression from when those changes started happening to now. It all makes sense, but man, it was so hard to find hope at that point when they just weren't getting the results. But 
fair enough. You saw it. Oh, definitely. Shout out to Light for that one. Absolutely. Uh, fake Washington going to be even faker soon <laughs> yeah. after, the, after the move. Uh, Chip with the super chat here. Nobody could convince me the play of the game wasn't Joey Scorpion skate save. Another amazing depth game from the boys. Franchise win streak tie two yes how about that save rj i mean i know i i hope everybody has seen the chris drieger reaction if not you can head over to our twitter at emerald city hky and you can see it because i mean i don't know what's better rj the highlight or drieger's reaction to the play i gotta say it's drieger's reaction too. what this is two games in a row now we have a major highlight but the best part of it came right afterward with a player reaction which is awesome yeah i put it up on the instagram on the youtube shorts everything you should be able to go see it but still that scorpion save was incredible and, and super important in the timing of the game too right the kraken mm -hmm. are chasing the game if joey decor doesn't make that incredible save and really it was two saves uh the first one with getting the pad down and then bringing it back up for the scorpion save um but again he's just been so clutch early on in games when the Kraken have really needed him. They've had some poor starts recently, but Joey has just masked every bit of that. Yeah, and it's one of those things, like, I, I wonder a little bit, too, right, why why the slow starts? The last one was easier to figure out because they had the four days off. You expect there to be a little bit of rust, all that kind of stuff. This one, I was a little bit more surprised by it. Granted, Washington really did nothing with it. At least Buffalo was able to get a goal out of it, right? Uh, Washington didn't do anything with it. Um, and I do wonder, how, like, this is the importance. Of, let me re Let me restart. What do you think is bigger, a bigger part of this, RJ? Do you think that it's the Kraken figure things out about 10 minutes into the game and they get going? Or is it the fact that Joey Decord keeps them in it and then that lights the fire under them to get going mid-period instead of having to wait until the end of the first? Joey, I think you can't always afford to wait until the first intermission. You know, some teams can do it well in the way the Kraken are playing now. I think they'd probably still be OK against this Caps team. But still, if you go down one nothing or two nothing like they very much could have, that can plant that seed of doubt that they really haven't had so far in this win streak. I talked about how they had allowed two or fewer goals in every game. You go down two nothing early and it just starts feeling like a different game. Uh, and I think that's on Joey. Yeah, because I, I think that's what the difference is, because we've seen this team make adjustments during intermissions and, and come out stronger. But we hadn't seen them kind of turn things on around the 10 minute mark the way we've seen these last two games. And I got to think that's because Joey's keeping them in it. And when you see that effort out there, especially from a goaltender, it can't help but get you going as well. Right. You're sitting on the bench, you're watching that or you're out there for a shift. You know, maybe you blow an assignment or something and then the goaltender makes a big save fires you up it makes you go okay then i gotta step it up now right like somebody else is stepping it up i gotta match that level of play dj and tay not sure what was better big cat's goal or his defensive stop in the third it's the goal it's the goal it's the soft it's gotta hand. be the goal. It's the goal but still i mean you look at the hands on the defensive stop in the third right with that puck just batting it out of the air so effortlessly that's the kind of stuff that he does that he doesn't often get noticed all the time but just consistently able to stifle another team's offense and that does prevent goals against oh it totally does i mean his play in this one was fantastic how about when uh him and dunn right like he gets the puck over to dunn after he's helped keeping it in the offensive zone then he goes and sets up back door dunn's almost able to find him right maybe just a little bit stronger on that stick yeah. there he's able to put one home a little bit earlier in the game but still i mean it was a great game from the big cat really happy to see that for him he, he deserves it huh you're happy about it too you heard cat is yeah. that is that it well we're not done with big cat <laughs> or afra here with the next super chat definitely from 
from Sean. Adam Larson grinning as deep as his V. Eight in a row. Treats for Afra. Oh, you just... Were you watching on a screen down on your bed? Is that what this was? She's about? so smart. She knows. She knows when the next super chat says treats for Afra, I swear. She absolutely knew. Yes, I should have put on the, the Larson Deep V for this uh post game. I, I thought I was just doing good wearing the actual the, the Kraken <laughs> logo there, getting the S in there. Um, as I get this one ready. But I mean, both him, Schultz getting a goal as well, RJ. We can talk about that one as well while I give this to Afra. Yeah, no, I, I thought Schultz's goal was great. I mean, you know, walking through that one, too, that was like just textbook, the Yanni Gord line, the cycling in the offensive zone. And <laughs> I love how Afra's like the treats. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and then Schultz sticking with it, too. And I, I feel good for him, too, because he had that mistake in the first period that led to the Scorpion save from Joey Decord that, you know, easily could have turned out bad. Um, but, you know, Decord bails him out there. And Schultz, I thought, had a really good, strong finish to the game, even though the start was a little shaky. Yeah, and you you talk about the perseverance to stay with the play, which I think is obviously really important. That's how you get those kind of, you know, shoveling the garbage type goals in and around the crease, right? Like that's a big part of it is, is just the tenacity and the staying with it. Um, but also from him, like just the give and go aspect of it with Tolvanen, right? Because that's something that we haven't seen a lot of from the Kraken this year. They're starting to incorporate that. Saw lots of the button hooks in this one, but it wasn't really connecting on things. I like that once they had more of an established in the zone look, they were trying to do things like the give and go. Cause I just think that's something that's a little bit higher skilled that we haven't seen much from the Kraken really in any of their three seasons, but we're starting to see it now. I think it's a big deal that the boys are feeling confident enough to be trying things like that. Um, mm -hmm. It looks like she's trying to save her treat for later uh, Sean there, but thank you very much. She's like <laughs> trying to bury it in the comforter. Uh, I'm sure I'll enjoy those crumbs in the bed later. Uh, super <laughs> chat here from Brian three stars, Joey, Lars and turbo saying there's a goalie controversy is like saying high drugs is good as Oreos because they're both round Joey goaltender one. He's playing like one right now, RJ. There's no denying that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the best goalies in the league over this stretch of games. And yeah, I mean, there's no controversy right now. This is Joey Decord's net until he stops playing like this. And it makes things really easy on you as a coach or, or as a team, right? When you don't have to worry about the goaltending aspect, you just know you're going to get solid goaltending every single night. And even for Philip Grubauer, making sure that he can take his time and not have to rush back and not feel like, you know, the team needs him to come back sooner because on a groin injury, that's really tough. You know, you can re-injure that pretty easily. It's very sensitive for goalies. Uh, just giving him that runway. Take as much time as you need because Joey's got it handled right now. Yeah, and especially because you might end up needing that if, say, things repeat themselves for Martin Jones last year, playing a ton of games, then maybe burning out a little bit as the year goes on because of that heavy workload. I mean, we're still a couple games off, right? Although we got to be getting close. Are we within? I think we're within two games now. Yeah, we're within of two. Martin Jones. Of how many Martin Jones had played yeah. in that long run where he took over the net. Um, I guess in Decord's favor, he's a little younger too. So hopefully that helps. Yes. Now I'm going to, I'm going to call you out, Brian, uh, there with the three stars, because really I know everybody's given Joey the love, all this stuff. He absolutely deserves it, but also shout out to Jared McCann gets moved back over to center. Only 30% on the faceoff wins tonight, RJ, which was just enough to have the Kraken just barely under 50%. And that's really won them the game. As we all know, I knew you'd bring that up. <laughs> Of course. Now to wet my whistle, of course, Gregory's here also with the super chat for the lemon lime Gatorade time, baby. Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> there you go, Dylan. Have a swing of that Gatorade. 
I know, I know. This is the full sugar stuff too. I'm, this is gonna help keep me up tonight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on. Like you could sleep after an eight game win streak. Come on. No, I know. It's probably a good thing that this is all on the East Coast so that I can get yep. some time to enjoy it, cool down, and then and then off we go. Uh, but of course, always super thankful for that uh, Gatorade, Gregory, and for everybody with the Super Chats. Um, going over into the comment section, RJ, we've got uh, AL or Al, love when Big Cat scores. Me too. Uh, light with the hashtag real Washington. Love that. The Mark cast with what a win. Caps were afraid of a Joey goal from Tom. It's possible, RJ. I know Edzo was really giving it to him for not pulling the goalie down three with about three and a half minutes to go. I think, you know, maybe a little bit of, of frustration there that they didn't give Joey a chance. Yeah, I, I you I'm could sense it in Edzo's it. voice. We were all hoping for it. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, Lindsay, eight game win streak, baby. OK, I guess we're back to even after the eight game losing streak earlier. Yes. I mean, it's it's kind of rough that after the eight games, you could look at it that way and it just works out to about 500. But still, I think this is really positive and I don't know that this is going to stop at eight games either. Mark Casta Wenberg goal game streak in this economy. I credit the bobblehead. It's the bobblehead magic, RJ. doesn't stop. doesn't stop yep. ever. Give and then the confidence. And then, of course, from Stratic, what was your favorite goal, RJ? I mean, well, I, we know what yours is, Dylan. I mean, we, you can take us through it again if, if you'd like. Um, but I'm going to go. I, I won't claim that one, of course, because that, you know, mm -hmm. that was just the best. But I like the uh, the Justin Schultz goal. And I talked about it a little bit earlier, too. But just the communication from the guys, it was really the culmination of a lot of extended shifts in the offensive zone throughout that period where it just felt like every other shift, the Kraken were just cycling around, having that kind of player movement. The D were coming in, pinching down low, forwards were covering up top and the passing was really great the communication was there and i think that was like the fourth or fifth shift just like that yeah. uh before they finally converted on it so it just felt like that one was a long time coming and it, it just it felt good to see it all come together for a goal yeah no that one that one was it i look i we've talked about the larson one i do want to talk about the wenberg goal real quick just for a second because i thought jt brought up the thing that i was super excited to bring up he brought it up on the root sports broadcast which was the way Wenberg played the angle to just make Kemper look ridiculous, right? Like he looked beer league level goaltender on that one. He was so out of position. Wenberg did such a fantastic job of using the, I think it was Ethan Bear who was it the was. defender in front of him, uses him as the screen. He's able to pull the puck in close to himself, change the angle, and then be able to go, I guess what would have been far side for him, although he was kind of coming down the middle there. And, just Kemper never adjusted to it, right? He didn't, he wasn't able to fully track that move. I don't know if he thought that Wenberg was going to maybe try to go through, you know, um, Bears skates maybe with the, with the shot or something like that, but he never made an adjustment to it. And it was just one of those things where like, that's a really cerebral heady play for Alexander Wenberg to make, because that's, that's showing that you understand what the goaltender is looking for and what they're doing. And it's one of those easy things too, RJ, where, you make the move and then you read and react, right? If the goaltender moves, okay, well, now you can look to make a pass. You can find your winger, whatever. But when you make the move and you see the goaltender doesn't, you just fire it knowing you've got all that, that time and space over on that side. Yeah, and those are the kind of plays that we know Wenberg can make, and I think it leads to a bit of the frustration, kind of when he, you know, when he doesn't always pull the trigger on plays like that. But he just looks so smooth too with his with his puck handling, and I mean, the confidence I think is the difference in that one where he's ready to just rip it instead of look for a pass. Exactly. 
exactly. A uh, couple more super chats here. First one from the Comic Binge Doge Accord, aka The Truth, Miss Watching Live. I know that is the one problem with these East Coast games. They do start early. I mean, the sun's still up, at least down here. I assume it's still up up there. Barely. No, no, it's definitely no, dark here. Even. It's been dark. Well, not now. I meant when the game starts. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, no, it was a little, it was still light a little bit with some light snow flurries as well. Oh, fun. Uh, be yeah. safe, everybody, with that. Uh, and then from Rayanne, Kraken are firing on all cylinders. Love it that they are. I mean, I, I don't even know. Like I said, we talk about it the same things. It feels like every post game now because they just keep winning. Joey keeps playing the same way. The depth scoring is all there. I mean, I, 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 I don't exactly know what to like really go over more. It was another one, RJ, where I'm looking at the ice time. And again, everybody from, from your highest uh, ice time forward to your lowest, it's just a couple minute difference. Right. I'm looking at yeah, highest ice time forward is Jordan Everly at 17 minutes and, and lowest is Ty Karche at almost 13. That's not that big of a gap. And you've got guys like Jared McCann at 1301, the second fewest ice time, at least ice time of any of the forwards. You're able to I mean, it helps also that you've had the lead and you've been protecting a lead for a lot of these yeah. games, but you're able to make sure there's not too much wear on these guys tires. Alex Wenberg, who's usually one of the top guys in ice time, only 14 minutes tonight. And I think that's a result of just being able to be like, hey, you know, Wenny, we got the lead. These other guys can take care of it. You usually do a lot of the heavy lifting in these close games. Just take a shift or two off here and we'll manage your minutes. And it's a good luxury to have. Oh, it definitely is. And especially in a game like this where you, we didn't see power plays until very late and it was only one for each side. And then the Kraken power play was basically let's just kill time, right? Like that, that was a pretty not aggressive power play. And I understand why. Um, but that also is able to then help make sure that evens get the, the minutes get spread around pretty even as well. Um, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. Now, I did mention, RJ, the the switch on the fourth line. They moved McCann over to center, uh, had Cartier over on the wing, paid some very early dividends as Cartier was able to kick off the scoring in this one. What'd you think of that change as a whole? Overall, I liked it. I mean, you saw what happened on the Kraken's first goal, and I think that was a direct result of it too, with McCann being able to charge that center lane. Cartier as a winger is able to, you know, kind of trail behind and, and let that puck rip. Um, I, you know, there were there were mixed results, I think. I think you look at the one Washington goal and you see it's kind of a three-on-three -three that doesn't fully get sorted out, and, and McCann is kind of the one guy I would expect to go to the trailer there. But look, I, I I take some of the blame off him because, look, he hasn't played center in a long time. That's mm -hmm. one of those plays where as a winger, you're used to being in a certain spot. So I think there were a little bit of uh, adjustment pains there, but thankfully it didn't really cost the crack. And in this one, I think longer term, what this lets you do is potentially rotate Yamamoto in a, a bit as well. Yeah. True or false before that goal, you knew pa Max Pacioretty was on the Washington Capitals. <laughs> uh true because i just had read some article about him coming back after a long time i'm like oh yeah he still exists i had that moment like a few days ago because i had that when that goal was scored i was like huh like him is this a junior what is going on oh uh, man yeah um becca with the super chat how are you guys feeling about the pwhl after the first week or so okay so a little bit of a different uh you know off game topic here i'm feeling pretty good about it i love the decision that they made broadcast wise to have at least here in america to have all the games just free and easy to stream on youtube that was a big thing for me because I was critical of the fact that they were launching as fast as they were, especially given the fact that you don't have like team names and logos and stuff like that yet. I thought that was going to really 
you know, hampen, ha you know, dampen the launch a little bit there. It was going to hamper the people's ability to kind of connect with the teams, build a fan base that way, but make up for that by doing the absolute correct thing to do, which is make the games easy to watch and accessible for everybody, which is the number one thing any sports league could be doing right now. They did that and the numbers have been killing it because of it. Yeah, I, I hope they serve as a model for really, I mean, any sports league that just that wants to grow their viewership. I think that's fantastic. And as a result, I've been able to to watch some of their games, which has been great. Cause, like th that was the difficulty with women's hockey a lot of the time before yeah. is it was just the hoops you have to jump through. I mean, it's, it was difficult enough, like, you know, trying to watch the Kraken game tonight on the dumb ESPN plus player. Right. Um, but I love they've made it so accessible. I mean, I'm all in on Minnesota. I don't know, Dylan, if you've kind of picked a team yet, but I, I love Minnesota. They are so fun to watch. Ottawa, you know they got a team dog. It's that easy. Come on. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I'm still going with Minnesota. Yeah, I, yes, I know I'm more of a cat person. Love dogs too, but uh, I, they're just so fun to watch. Yeah, but the hockey's been really good. That was another thing that, you know, I, I didn't necessarily have doubts about that aspect of it, but certainly you come out strong the way that they have, like uh, from a game standpoint, and and you've got a you've got a winner. So um looking forward to continuing to see how that league grows and develops now. Uh, but yeah, they 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 did the one thing they've really had to nail, which was making the games easy to find, easy to watch for everybody. And the numbers are are pouring in and look fantastic. I mean, look, they're getting more people watching those than the Kraken are on route right like yep. that's that's the bottom line um, and dylan if you look at the bottom of chat a lot of people agreeing with me on minnesota all right well i see i see how it all is i see how it all is <laughs> <laughs> oh there we go um all right uh coming back over here broadcast also wants lars in the shootout from zoe of course that's what we all want that's what we yep edzo uh edzo did mention that right after the larson goal so let's keep the momentum going get people talking yes. about it Yes. Now I did see this on Twitter, RJ. I don't know if you did, uh, but Ben pointing out the in-game gift for people attending this game in Washington was a Sonny Milano Chia pet. Oh, Dylan, I'm I'm sorry you couldn't go to this game. I know how much you would have liked that. I was gonna say I'm sorry I conditioned my hair. I should have just washed it and let it get all big like his tonight um but for anybody who wants to know about that just go to nhl.com or open up the nhl app navigate to the washington roster and just look because that little circle that has the players picture is just all hair for him you can't yep. see what color's the background can't tell it's all hair <laughs> love it uh I, I see striatic saying highly gifable moment in joey post-game interview striatic tell me what happened what did yes. he say yes tell us please what did he do tell us please um as brandon's loving these earlier post-game streams oh yes i'm uh, the east coast people i love that we get everyone in here uh for that um the kraken plus january road trips name a better duo from rebecca it's pretty hard not gonna lie i mean is this should we just expect this forever Yes, I, I think so. That's that's those are fair expectations. I mean, you look at last year's win streak, what it was January 1st to January 14th. 14th. Yep. Yeah. Just right about. around this time of year. Someone yeah. should ask the players like what what is it about this time of year? Like the new year, what is it? About the new year. Yeah, what is it yeah. about the new year? Uh Nicole something about this team in January. Michael saying that's not a scorpion save, it's a kraken save by Joey's tentacle. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. Um B, that Ty Cartier goal, it was so nice, and it's his first one in ages. Makes me so happy to see. Yes, he hadn't scored since December 14th, RJ. We talked about it a little bit. 
I like that goal, especially from somebody who hasn't scored much lately, right? Just let one fly from 30, 35 feet out and see what happens, right? Especially against a goaltender. I know I saw uh, Sportsbeard in here saying he knew the Kraken had the win when he saw Kemper in, in net tonight. But I, <laughs> I, I like that from, from a guy like Ty Carte. You get moved over to the wing. You're, you're playing on the fourth line. You haven't scored in about a month, right? Just get one on net. If you see an opening, just go for it. Yeah, it's an opportunistic goal. I mean, that's the kind of the goal scorer's mindset that I don't blame Cartier for not having when he was taking on that role of playing center, which is, you know, so new to him at the pro level. I Like, I, I get it. Um, but now that you're at wing and you don't have to really think about it as much, you can take some of those shots. And I think he's taking advantage. Definitely, definitely. Edward, it may be freezing in Seattle, but our hockey team is on a heater. Go crack it. Love it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and miraculously, I've seen three of these eight wins. Vibes are immaculate. Yes, they are. Uh, Don, crack and retire Ovechkin. Now, RJ, you tweeted me in the first period that um, I think you're coming around a little bit. Ovechkin's finally starting to show a little bit of age. Now, now that I've watched him for a full game and just, uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, especially watching that, what was it like a three on two? They made the quick pass over to yeah. him. He had the one timer in space and that puck just didn't come off with as much juice as I'm used to. And Joey was able to make the pretty easy save, or I guess relative to how good of a chance that was. I just feel like he scores on that just about every time five years ago. Oh, I agree. And it's one of those things where it was, you know, the, the Kraken when they were rough, at the beginning of this game, they were rough a little bit at the beginning of this game. And so, yeah, it was it was one of those kind of things where I was just like kind of wincing at these chances they were given up. Thankfully, Joe was there and, and able to handle it all. Lindsay, my birthday weekend is already off to a great start. Thanks to the Kraken and Joey freaking Decord making it a franchise best nine wins in a row would be the best present. That's right, because I believe it is it's Saturday, right, Lindsay? Somewhere in there. Um, but yes, this is this is off to a good start here. Aaron pointing out two points behind the Kings, only six behind the golden knights granted there are games in hand and it looks like the kings may win tonight but they are closing the gap yes i mean all of a sudden the wild card is one thing rj but the fact that we can even conceive of potentially moving up into the top three spots in the pacific division that is just wild to me given where this team was a month ago Totally. I mean, and looking at Vegas too, uh, you know, as we were kind of getting ready for the winter classic and looking at just the gap between those two teams in the standings, uh, they lost another game last night. And now the Kraken, there's no games in hand. They've played the same number of games and the Kraken are only six points back. I mean, that is really doable. Yeah. Yeah. The Kings have some game in hand, but uh, yeah, they're, they're doing fantastic. Um, Maddie, we were in a wild card spot for all of 10 minutes. It feels like that's been the way these last couple of days as Edmonton just leapfrogs <laughs> us again right after. But yeah, I lo love that. Um, Cat saying uh, big cats being interviewed post game wearing Riker Evans's number 39 hoodie. Wonder what what is with all this stuff going on what? post game? I'm sorry, <laughs> hang on. I'm going to check my phone and see <laughs> what is going on here. Yes, look that up. See what's going on there. I want to know, did he turn Riker Evans' hoodie into a deep V? Because that's that's a, the other question that kind of okay, popped yeah, in I my need head to look at based this. off of that. I just got to the Joey interview. Also, wait, did Stratic say what happened? Rebecca's saying more Lars smiling on the post game. He also said the guys have to keep the shirt going. Well, yes, they definitely have to keep the shirt going. Love that he's in on that and he's all on board with it. But that is fantastic. Yeah, I see. Oh, yeah. Stratic. Joey did the Drieger thing with his eyes because I guess Chris and Joey did the eyes thing again at each other again during the TV timeout. OK, OK. That's awesome. Oh, I got to get it. Joey doing the Drieger eyes. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, and he's I wearing the Lars shirt. 
<laughs> that's so good. Well, maybe that's why he's wearing. Maybe Lars gave him. Oh no, he's wearing that Lars. Shirt. Yeah, no, no, the, the one Lars, with Lars' the face. face. I, yeah. There's so many good shirts and things with their apparel. It's hard to keep track of it's, at this point. It is. It is. Oh man, um, Stratik, how do we feel about Chalet and Rykov being on the same team in junior now? I'm super stoked for it. I think uh, this is going to give Chalet the opportunity to really shine. He was stuck on a very poor Barry team. He did not have you know, players with the same level of hockey smarts around him. He would try to make plays. He would find guys in certain spaces and they just weren't ready for it because they weren't thinking on the same level, just being very blunt here. I'm excited, especially after he had a good world juniors for Chalet to join a team where he's going to have some high level players around him, such as Rykov. He's there. They should match up pretty well, especially because Rykov loves going to the net. I could see Chalet really working well with a player like that because one of the marks against Chalet is that he doesn't like going to maybe some of those areas so much. So I think they should complement each other very well. And we should see a big uptick in Chalet's production being in um, the OHL because of it. Uh, but time will tell. Uh, Sam, question. Sound of Hockey posted an article showing some stats comparing a big difference between how the team plays in front of Joey and grew and largely boiled it down to Joey's better puck handling thoughts. Well, without reading, having read the article, I do think there's something to that, RJ. But I also think that there's something to the fact that they just, they goal tend different, right? They tend the goal differently too, beyond just wanting to play the puck more, just in the way that they play angles. Uh, Joey's a little bit more active when it comes to poke checking, all that kind of stuff. I think it's a large variety of factors. Yeah, I, I think it's the bigger picture there too. And I think also you just have to look at the team's play as a whole in the games, at least this season that they've happened to have, right? Um, the Kraken really found that identity, which of course is defense first, is going to make goalies look a lot better in the time where Grubauer just happened to be injured. I really want to see Gru play behind this team yeah. playing this way. I think that's going to give you a lot of answers as far as what the real reason is. Definitely, definitely. I, it, it is one of those things where Grubauer is going to play a little bit deeper in his net. He's going to play angles specifically more. He's going to try to always be square. I I don't know. I think there is something to that. I think given the way the Kraken are playing right now, though, RJ, where they're giving up a lot of shots, but they're perimeter based shots and stuff. I feel like it would help both goaltenders, but I do think that it kind of feeds into Joey's just kind of almost more vibing it style rather than a more like structured and almost mathematic, you know, I have to be at exactly this angle at every point in time kind of Grubauer style. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I mean, Joey, again, he seems to, like you said, vibe off the chaos a little bit when you're facing a lot of shots and facing that high volume. Um, you know, a lot of different things can happen and kind of weird moments that Joey just seems to roll with a little better. Like the scorpion save, right? Like, yeah, like just like, like that. that, right? Like I'm not, like obviously Gru is capable of making that save, but we haven't seen Groob kind of gel and be in the rhythm of a game like that with this team in a while. Now, partly because he's con he's been hurt, injured all year, basically, uh, and I think that certainly plays a role in it. Uh, Zoe here done when he scores with the like flat face emoji, and then when Big Scat Big Cat scores with the big smile. Yes, Vince Dunn. Definitely shows the emotion when his D partner gets gets on the board. I love sure. how fired up does Dunn was after that goal. I, that my eyes just went right to his face in the celebration. You could tell he was so pumped for Lars. Yep. And then Joey here pointing out RJ Kraken are officially perfectly mid all time. They're a 500 team for their team all history. time. Their whole all time record. <laughs> all time awesome. record 500. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, I mean, that says a lot, though, given how bad year one was that they've yes. been able to 
come back to 500 over over this time, right? I mean, that's not easy to do mm -hmm. with the hole that they dug themselves in. Oh, definitely. Uh, B point out, Joey's had a save percentage above 940 in his last seven starts, which is crazy. Um, Joshua, that was a great game. My first in-person Kraken win. The third time was the charm. Let's go, Kraken. I'm so happy for you, Joshua, because I thought about that. I thought about reaching out on Twitter to ask if you were at the game, because I know you usually go to these Washington ones. So happy you finally got a W. You deserved it, totally. Definitely. Glad you're able to catch this one. Just a fun game to be at in person, I'm sure. Oh, I imagine so. Definitely. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Tammy, spread out the time on ice. Keep everyone sharp but fresh. Great for coming down the stretch. It is. It's it's totally perfect. Um, Joey adding in for the 500 record here. Uh, the Kraken are now 91, 91, and 23 all time. All right. Heck of a record. Hey, let's get to 100. Let's get to triple digits in that first column first. What do you say? I, I think this team. I think they it. can do it. I think I they think can do it. Do it. Uh, I would love to meet the team, though, that managed to get to triple digits first in the third column. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be the most I mean, remarkable achievement. Earlier this season, it felt like the Kraken maybe had a chance. Hey, just because of this absolute tear that him and the team have been on, has Joey finally had more wins and or losses thankfully it's wins than overtime losses remember for a long time the number one thing on his record was the overtime that's loss. right it was the yeah, biggest I number wonder. he had yeah so that that was kind of crazy just in and of itself was the fact that that kept happening uh and the kings lost in overtime tonight speaking of overtime losses so they, they pick up a point but still cracking around a better pace than that um <laughs> mirrors uh mccann delivered the most vicious hit in this game i forgot who was the victim of it but what was up with that jared mccann totally has the potential to do that like he can have a nasty streak in him yeah he can i mean when he's provoked you know he'll he'll finish a hit on a guy and a hard clean hit too and i think that's part of also playing on the fourth line and you know maybe not getting as many offensive opportunities certainly in a game like this one where there weren't really any power plays until the very end you know you got to get into the game one way or another and i think you know that's one way you can do it oh definitely becca yes i've got a bunch of non-hockey fan friends to check out games since it's so accessible talking about the pwhl games there love to hear that for sure and then also yeah joey rocking the large shirt post game oh i love that oh i love that um let's see yeah to everybody really everybody you were not kidding everybody's in with uh with minnesota i got william on board go with ottawa because they're team <laughs> dog let's go let's go all right there we go fair enough <laughs> um uh zoe the jets are currently losing to the blackhawks that's crazy that won't that won't disrupt things on twitter at all afterwards if that was to stay that way rj um <laughs> oh man were you able to find stuff from that um from the from the post game yeah, so I'm looking, I'm just getting the like a tweet out now. Like Adam Larson, yes, he is wearing Riker Evans number 39 hoodie for the post-game interview. Is it is it cut? Deep V style? No, it's not cut. No, no deep V. He didn't uh I mean that looks like a thicker material too. That'd be hard to make into a deep V. He can do it. I he could do it, but you you'd need some scissors. He wouldn't be able to rip it himself, I think. Because I think that I mean, maybe been he great. could. After, He's strong. I don't know. I, I was going to say, no, I mean, like, I would understand that. Certainly if it wasn't started, especially up here, right? Because all the shirts have that kind of like, it's like double yeah. and then you've got the and seam. So, but, it's the one with the weird strings on it too, where there's like little string holders kind of, I don't know, the ice blue. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But I it's, do it's know like, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I was going to say, uh, otherwise I would love after a game in which he scores a goal 
Adam Larson to be wearing some sort of shirt. And yes, yeah, so go ahead, cheat a little, have it pre-cut. But just during the post game, he just rips it down into a V. Like all-time moment mm-hmm. right there. Who wouldn't want that? Uh, totally. That'd be that'd be <laughs> awesome. And I see. I'm just. I just found the Joey doing the Drieger eyes. Oh, that's amazing. I'm looking at it right now. I've got my. Oh wow. Okay. Everybody. I will tweet this after. I'll put it okay, on the okay. Instagram. Like, It'll be on all the social like media it. once this post game is over. Got to be present for the post game. Uh, but uh, wow, that is that is great. Yes, definitely, definitely. Lindsay's birthday's tomorrow, so happy early birthday, Lindsay. Um, getting close on the East Coast a little bit. Uh, we'll use that. But yes, uh, good good stuff there, Sean. I'll be in Columbus on Saturday night. Might be. Uh, might there be a Drieger sighting or do you just keep Joey rolling? So we talked about it earlier, RJ, right? Joey keeps rolling all this stuff. Do you think we see Drieger on Saturday against Columbus? <laughs> Were you copying the eyes there? I was, yeah, I was, trying, I was looking at, I'm just trying to put the eyes. Sorry. Um, do, do you, do you think that we see something before the back-to-back games of, to start off next week? Or do you think we just wait until Monday, Tuesday to see Drieger? Yeah, I think it's just going to be one of the back-to-backs. Uh, you got to roll with Joey when he's playing like this. And and again, he just had, what, how many days off in between games? You know, the four days mm-hmm. between games. He's probably okay. I imagine he's good to go. Um, yeah, I just keep rolling with it. Yes. Now, here's something that uh, I haven't seen anybody mention in chat, and I'm just now noticing. So Joey, first star of the game, which makes sense. Max Pacioretty was one of the three stars of the game, which I think also makes sense, right? Scoring after the difficult uh, year that yeah, no, last year, him. all the injuries, all that stuff. Surprising, though, RJ, that in Washington, he was third star while Adam Larson was second star of the game. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, the Kraken did win. And I mean, you've got to hand it to the Larson goal. Like, I'm sure I'm sure visiting media, too, because like, what it's decided by, you know, the home teams, you know, right. the home team. Right. Yeah. So they probably don't see that from Lars all the time. I'm sure they were wowed by it. Yeah, we I just, know, though, we know he can do that. We know he's got that in his bag, but I'm sure they thought that was amazing. Yeah, I just want to say credit to credit to the Washington media there. Right. Going Joey first star, Larson second star, Patrick third star. I don't know that I would draw it up any different than that. Yeah, no, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, well, they did a good job. Good for, good for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, different Sean uh, here. Uh, Bruins at Gold Knights starting now. First time ever rooting for the Rat, a.k.a. Marchand. Yes, got to do it. Uh, people are rooting hard for uh, the Red Wings tonight, too, against Edmonton. Um, good stuff. Yes, Justin pointed out Joey's up to 11-5-8. and eight. Love it. I mean, that's a really solid record right there. Yeah. Um, isn't it Dylan? Isn't it great that, that like Kraken fans can root against Vegas for standings purposes? I know. Like not just because not just because I know I'm so used to it just because Uh, but yes, no, now it's like, well, yeah, this actually like means something for, for the team and, and where they are and everything Um, as I'm, I'm going to pull up the standings here real quick, just so I can look at it. Cause the other thing that I wanted to look at was yes, this brought the Kraken goal differential down to a minus three. So again, you're moving towards <laughs> at perfectly mid there too rj we're on our way (laughs) move toward all the all the types of 500 even totally neutral (laughs) the futurama the the planet neutral that's where the kraken Mm -hmm. are from (laughs) everything's beige and gray that's it (laughs) just just mid neutral um jared mccann took that personally lol wonder what the beef was That's, that's a good question um yeah 
Now that we're officially halfway there at 41 games played is the next pod, the mid season grades episode. Sam is asking. I had been thinking about that this week. I know. Did we, I don't know if we decided to skip it last year or what we did. I, I know we were on the fence about doing like mid season mm-hmm. grades. Um, but yeah, that was actually going to be part of the discussion I was going to have with you tomorrow after red glare is cool. to see uh, what the plan is for next week. So not sure. Uh, it may be, it may not be. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I think, yeah, we can probably do that. I mean, let us know in the comments here, everybody, if you want mid season grades, if that's something you're interested in, let us know and we'll do it. Right. Like that's how this works. Yeah. Um, should also add this, our first win in DC is our previous victories against the caps were at home. Uh, thank you for that, Sam. Thankfully we have uh, Joshua who was our in DC person for that stuff. <laughs> yep. We knew, uh, unfortunately, uh, hadn't seen a win until now, which is great. Be asking how many games in a row is that with Joey as first star? That's a good question because I don't think he's been getting first star for all of these, but he might have. I mean, he might be. He deserves yeah, it. I'm trying to think back to the home games. I just I- remember him eating fish, but I don't remember in which order. <laughs> I know. So I was going to go back and check last game. Because I, I think that would be interesting real quick here. While you do that, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw some stuff here up on the screen for everybody that I, I managed to prepare here of some, uh, oh my some stills gosh. of Joey doing the Drieger eyes. Oh man, that's got perfect. a couple of them here. Gotta keep up with you know the official uh, with the root sports ports post game and everything. They, they gotta have gotta include this. I, I just I love it. I will never get tired of this. That's so good. That <laughs> Joey's so the best. Good. For the post game so, availabilities, so perfect. Oh my gosh, God, geez, the last time the Kraken played was like uh, forever ago. Uh, after that, um, the Buffalo game where he was first star for that one, first star for the Ottawa game. I believe he was first star for the Winter Classic. So it's been a while. He he has been first star wow. for every game they have played this calendar year. So, I mean, I I know the Kraken haven't been around that long. That's got to easily be a franchise record, though, that, that might stand for a while. Usually they'll try yeah. and spread it out as far as the first star. Well, it's I think being on the road helps a little bit there, right? Because then you're getting these other um, media mm-hmm. bases that haven't seen him or and, you know, they're seeing how, how good he is, all that kind of stuff. So love that. Um, Hockey Fork, can you all explain why the prevailing attitude regarding Drieger seems to be hopefully Joey can hold down the fort until Guru gets back? I know it's a small sample size, but he played really well. I'm with you. I think Drieger did play really well. And to be perfectly honest, I think it's it's less about can Joey hold it down until Gru gets back and more about Joey just being on an absolute tear, right? He's playing so hot that you want to get him the games. You want to get him out there. You want him to pump his stats, all that kind of stuff, because he's playing so well and you don't want to disrupt that rhythm. I think personally, that's probably more so where it's coming from rather than them not trusting Chris Drieger. Yeah, well said. I mean, I have tons of confidence in Drieger if you need him for games, but really it's just when a goalie is playing like this, you just want to let it continue for as long as you can without risking burning him out. And thankfully, the way the schedule's going, you don't have to risk that for a while, actually. You just have these back-to-backs coming up, and that's it. Right. But if this was Kraken were winning every game 4-3 or 5-3 or something like that, I think you would see Drieger worked in a little bit more. Or if the schedule was more of a mid-year schedule where you didn't have a winter classic in there, where that was giving you extra games off and it was more of a traditional every other day, I think we would see Chris Drieger worked in more. But when Joey is playing like this and he's allowing one goal a game, if that, uh, and he's got a save percentage that's always over 950 and all that kind of stuff, you just it's so hard as a coach to just pull him out of a game or or sit him for a start unless you absolutely have to for sure. All right. So as, and as Stratic saying, Joey's life. 
So there you go. Sure is. I uh, got one one call for the midseason grades there. Um, Lindsay, if you haven't yet, go listen to Joey Decord's interview on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. Super great insights into his journey growing up. Just such a great dude with tons of personality. I know I've had that saved waiting for a time where I'm, I can sit down and listen to it uh, for a while. Have you I did to listen it? to that. It's yeah. yeah, I did listen to the whole thing. It is fantastic. I mean, great Perfect. stories from Joey. Uh, some things that when he comes back home that I want to ask him about too. some fun stories that he I shared. Um, I'll, I'll mention one right now just because I, I thought it yeah. was great. Um, and I want to get like the other side of the story from it too. So he was saying that in Coachella Valley last season, uh, he would do like little two on two kind of scrimmages where it'd be him and Chris Gibson, the other goalie for the Firebirds versus Jess Campbell. And then the Firebirds goalie coach. And they would just do a little two on two scrimmages. He was asked about like if goalies would be uh, make good skaters and everything. And given his playing of the puck, you know, he probably yeah. would. Um, so he was talking about that a little bit. And that stopped apparently when I guess during one of the scrimmages, like Chris Gibson got hit up high with a puck or something and it like broke his jaw and he had to have, you know, this long recovery and everything. And so they stopped doing him after that. But I would love to like next time we visit Coachella Valley to see if, if we run into Jess could ask like her what yeah. happened there, because that's just a wild story. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm like bummed. I wasn't around more last year for that to, tr to try to, you know, find out about that. Like, that's crazy that we didn't know about that. Yeah. But I mean, well, I, again, I can't wait to go back to Coachella Valley. <laughs> yeah. All the stories he was telling from down there too. It just it reminds you what a fun place it is. No, it's all fantastic. The guys are all super, super nice down there. I mean, coaching staff all the way down through all the players, everybody's super nice. They're easy to talk to. They're totally willing to talk to super accessible. I, I love it. Every time I, I get to go out there for, for a game and it's, it's been too long. I should go back out there. Um, Bach, I think Joey realized how similar the NHL is to the AHL and has found his game. He's not shaky or scared. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty similar in the sense that all the teams run the same systems. Really, the only thing about it, RJ, is the speed, right? And if you're a goaltender, it's the speed of the passes across, the speed you've got to move, the speed of the, the shots that are being taken, right? Stuff like that a little bit. But you know what? I do feel like Joey has made that adjustment to the speed because we talked about it a little bit earlier, right? With the idea of him kind of being more in the vibe or the flow of a game. And I feel like a lot of that has been his ability to anticipate or react really quickly, right? It's the reaction saves, whether it's the Scorpion save tonight, whether it's those cross crease glove saves uh, against Ottawa and Vegas in the winter classic, right? Things like that. I feel like were what he kind of struggled with before in his NHL stints that have kind of finally clicked for him now. Yeah. And I think it's just that all the work that he's put in kind of coming together. And I mean, that's one of the things he mentioned on, on the spit and chicklets podcast too, was that in his early NHL career, and he's, he's kind of mentioned that like to the Seattle media at times, he felt like he wasn't really ready. He's like, I didn't know it, but I really wasn't ready for the NHL speed at that time. Uh, but I think he's kind of figured out what he, he needed to change to kind of anticipate those things. You see him when the, with the work he puts in with like the VR headset, even just getting in mm -hmm. a bunch of shots and a bunch of reps, like in between periods, in between games. Um, you know, that stuff I'm sure really helps with it. And, you know, when your dad's a goalie coach too, that's the kind of thing that, you know, you're, you're able to maybe anticipate a little bit more and know what to work on. You just need the reps and that timing. Right. Cause it's, and it's one of those things like you can watch as it's happening too. Like he is just more aware of what kinds of moves the NHLers want to make and, or he knows what to be looking for. And he's kind of dialed in because I think of the Scorpion save to tonight. And if you watch, he's looking at him, right? He sees him and he sees that he's going to go high. So he, he lifts his leg up, 
right? Like it was, that's just him kind of reading the situation and preparing for a high shot. And he was able to make the save, right? That's less of a reaction because if you wait to react when it's in that close, you're not going to get there in time, right? Like you right. have to be thinking ahead of it that like, okay, what does it look like he's going to be doing? I think he's going to go high. Let me lift my leg up. And that's the stuff that he's been doing really well with that kind of makes the difference between him coming in and always being a pretty good, okay goaltender at the NHL level versus this, where he's the best goaltender in the NHL currently. And it, it all comes down to that preparation and that understanding of the situations and being able to process it in real time so quickly. Just incredible, incredible stuff there. Would love to know like what he actually thinks. Like I got to imagine it's got to be similar to like when you hear quarterbacks talk about what they, they're seeing and they mention like, well, I noticed like these four guys were all doing these different things individually and i knew that meant then i could hit this guy on the slant or whatever right i, I wonder <laughs> how much of that is is what joey decord's going through right now where it's like yeah well i know jack eichel's there his stick was off the ice so i knew you know he was going to be kind of going for this style of shot which meant it might be lower so i could just kind of come over with my glove tucked in tight and it was going to be in the right spot like i wonder how much of that he really thinks about versus it's just instinct for him yeah, I mean, you can process a lot of that stuff really quickly without even knowing it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that would be something that I would be uh, curious to know. Uh, if if we're all submitting quick our, what our, what we want RJ to ask Joey upon the return, that's, <laughs> I know, that's, I that's the card I would here. put in the box. Um, <laughs> uh, Sean, positive goal differential within reach is a big deal for the Kraken after such a, such a rough start to the season. Interesting how the Kraken's turnaround coincided with Tatar's arrival. I mean, it was that. It was getting guys healthy. It was just turning things around. It was the coaching change, right? Like there was a not the coaching change, but the the scheme change that the coaches had, right? <laughs> it replaced yeah. Dave Haxtell with the clone, and it's all going well now. <laughs> um so, you know, it, it was a lot of things that kind of happened all at once, but it, it showed that all the aspects of the organization were being proactive about turning the season around, right? Front office, bringing in somebody like Tatar, the coaching staff, making their adjustment, the players, you know, realizing what they needed to do within that new scheme and everything. Like it was a total group effort from the top down. And I like to see that. Um, B, I mourn the lost post-game footage of Joey that doesn't get uploaded anymore since they changed their editing style for the interview videos. I know, I know. It, it is a shame. Like, I, and I, so that's the thing. When I try when there's any kind of moment that really sticks out, I'll go on the little Dropbox that we have and and try and clip it for all of you. And I, I will do that uh, for the Joey doing the Drieger eyes as soon as this post game is over. Don't yeah. worry, I'll, I'll put that everywhere. Definitely. Joey finally got a long enough run of games to settle his nerves on NHL ice, and he has a great cheerleader in CD supporting him along the way. Yes, I mean, it does seem like Drieger has been great to have around for Joey as well. Yeah, he's been super supportive. I mean, like you see it on the like from what you can see on the broadcasts on the ice and everything, but it's exactly the same way behind the scenes. Like he's just so supportive of Joey and, and really just honestly happy for him. Um, and he knows that his time is going to come eventually might not be this season, but, you know, he's he's putting in the work as a teammate. And then, you know, in the very limited action he's able to get to kind of showcase himself for other teams next season, too. Yep, definitely. Pablo, next game versus the Blue Jackets, then the Penguins, eighth straight win, baby. The Kraken can win 10 straight. We can be real dangerous if we make the playoffs and Joey Decord keeps playing like this in the playoffs. Oh my gosh. If you have a goaltender playing this well in the playoffs, you're going to the Stanley Cup final. No doubts yeah. about it. This is what Stanley Cup championships are made out of is a goalie having a run like this, just having it, you know, through April, May, June rather than in, in January. Yes. As the 2019 St. Louis Blues. Uh, 
<laughs> of one of many teams, unfortunately. But yeah. yes, that's that is what it's all about. Sean, uh, different Sean saying midseason grades, yes, please. So the coalition of Sean's got together. They want midseason grades, <laughs> RJ. We, we uh, got that's a powerful it, coalition. Yes, it is. Uh, super chat here from Elizabeth. Thank you very much for this one. Big super chat. Feels good to savor this run of points. The Rangers and the Oilers will be tough. Having Joey and Net will help. How are you feeling about those matchups? So, yes, Columbus having a rough season right like that that team is what it is not that you should take them lightly right those are the games that if you start looking too far ahead maybe you drop those easy ones um columbus is what it is penguins also kind of struggling uh right now those ones i mean let's zero in on the oilers one rj because that is going to be the 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 live commentary game that we're doing over on patreon i'll throw this up again that Oilers game is going to be a big deal because there is the potential, RJ, that both of these teams could be on double-digit win streaks when that game comes around, and want you know something's going to have to give for both of these teams who have just been on fire after rebounding from rough starts to the season. Given the way the 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 Kraken are playing right now, where they do allow a lot of shots, RJ, and given especially these last two games where we've seen them allow a lot of passes inside the offensive zone, stuff like that, players in close in and around Joey Decord has been a thing from these last two games. That does concern me because I feel like you could get away with it against some of these teams you've been playing, a Buffalo, a Washington. You do that to Zach Hyman especially. Do you do that to Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl? You're going to run into problems. Yeah, and especially early on in the game, too. I mean, if you have something like you did with the Joey Scorpion save, right? If that is Connor McDavid instead of Connor McMichael, <laughs> you're probably looking at a different result. Uh, and so I, I, the Oilers game of the two is kind of the one that scares me a little bit. Look, if the Kraken continue to play the way they have been, they can hang with anybody. Like, no team really, truly scares me as in we're going to lose for sure. Uh, but the Oilers, they're just so dangerous. But given the little bits that you give them, if you give them the offensive zone time even if you defend really well they can hurt you and so that that's the scarier of the two the rangers i don't know they they don't bother me as much i mean they haven't really? been playing that well of late i mean they, they've lost i think montreal and, and vancouver i don't know how they're doing against st louis tonight but um you know they they've they've cooled off a little bit and then also in those games too i think you know they're not as dangerous offensively and especially if you can you know kind of keep it low scoring limit their chances it could just be a goalie battle, in which case I like the odds of at least getting a point. I could see it just being like one to one or something and it goes to overtime and then it's kind of a crapshoot at that point. But that's fine. You take the point out of there at least uh, and then hope to maybe win in overtime for once. That tells you everything you need to know about how well Joey Decord is playing right now that you could be like, well, if we could just make it a goalie battle against Shesterkin and we're all like, yeah, that would work. Yeah, we could do that. Right. Like like we would have a chance then uh, that says volumes. Rangers are going to lose to st louis here by the way rangers with 43 shots on goal st louis with 19 but rangers i mean rangers gonna be picking up the l there and regular does that not sound like the kraken formula though i was just gonna say like that sounds like it'll work with what they're doing right especially now the thing to worry about is like if you're going to be holding a team to perimeter shots, right? Like we saw this a little bit with Buffalo. It was something that concerned me, but they, they didn't end up playing that well. But the Rangers have blue liners who can make you pay, right? Got Adam Fox, got Keandre Miller. You, they've got guys from the back who can do that. You've got Panarin who can also be a perimeter player and kind of pick you apart too. It, so it's one of those things like I could see the Rangers giving them a little bit of problems there from the perimeter, but hopefully not too many. That and just as the road streak, the, the road trip goes on, you start worrying about that catching up to everybody too. Like that's just a natural thing, regardless of who they're playing. Yeah, that certainly can happen. 
And I believe that's the second half of the back-to-back. So, not not that I'm trying to dump all this cold <laughs> water on the celebration that is tonight, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Brandon, I'd love to see the VR program that Joey uses. Yeah, do we know what program it is that Joey uses, RJ? Oh, there was some article about it that I was reading, and I don't remember if it said what specific program it was. I, am, I, I could, yeah. you know, knowing Joey, next time they come home, I could just ask him and he will tell me. Yes. I was just going to say, it's so nice having, uh, you know, a player who's, who's so open like like he is. Um, but yeah, that is something that I'd be interested in to know just because I don't really know like what the top programs are for goaltenders in development right now. Um, and if they're all proprietary or certainly if something like this at the NHL level would be kind of proprietary and they'd want to keep it a little secret or not. Um, very interesting. I also wonder, do we really know how many goaltenders around the NHL do do stuff like that? No, I don't think so. I mean, you just hear it just from individual goalies, I think, that talk yeah. about their own prep. But um, he's the only one that I know of for sure that does that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would be I'm sure there are others. Yeah, like, I, I know, it's too. working so well for him. There must be. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if there isn't already, there will be soon. Um, but it is it is one of those things where I, I would be curious to know, like a kind of a quick um, survey of the league kind of thing. Get on that like a national reporter, like a Greg Wasinski should be doing an article on that. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, Lindsay, I laughed so hard at Tatar's premature celebration. I've done that a time or two in beer league. If you celebrate hard enough, the ref will call it a goal. Right. It works sometimes. That has actually happened to me once where I, I celebrated and they just kind of bought it, hit the post. Um, but that was great. He was able to have a laugh about it too afterwards. I loved to just look at Adam. His teammates, I'm sure, gave him a little ribbing about that. You could tell he was laughing pretty hard when he looked over at the bench. I'm sure. I'm sure they were. They were. Rolling. You're going to get chirped for that. That's one of those, like, you know, when you're turning your head to look, you, you know what to expect from the boys. Um, uh, let's see, Zoe, the Jets somehow pulled it out to win it. Just keep telling myself they're going to lose in the first round. We know it's going to happen, but boy, it's just getting rough. Um, Lindsay, if the Oilers and Kraken both are undefeated when they meet next week, that game will be insane. Playoff vibes similar to the Boston win last year in the legendary road trip. Definitely. I mean, it's going to feel like the biggest regular season game the Kraken have ever had. Yeah, I think so. I mean, especially with the playoff implications. As good as Boston was... You weren't really against them in the standings at all. This has real, uh, real, <laughs> like I said, playoff implications yeah. potentially. I mean, these teams could be right there neck and neck at the very end of the season. Yep, definitely. Uh, speaking of championship runs, it's kind of a shame that the Caps just sent Hunter Shepard back down. We could have had a rematch. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. That totally. would have been that awesome. Been so cool. It would have been so cool. <laughs> had had the uh, the Calder Cup goaltenders in there for, for this game. That would have been fantastic. Um, Elizabeth, looking at our stats, our record versus the Rangers is 1-4-0? and oh, Question mark. I, that sounds right. Like, we've struggled against them. It does. Yeah. And I remember especially, you know, year one, Shesterkin just shutting down the crack and who couldn't really yeah. score. Yeah. I know the, the loss against the Rangers earlier this season when the light went out at, at Climate Pledge. Yes. I mean, that was just full of bad omens. Uh, if they can just keep the lights on at Madison Square Garden, I have a good feeling about it. Is hey, is the team still playing at the point where we would want Shesterkin over Jonathan Quick? Is Quick still like playing lights out? No, I know his overall season numbers are still very good, but I get, you know, both of them, it could be a goalie battle either way. I just don't see it getting that high score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, who's on top of the league overall, but have we played at their barn yet? 
And and have we not played at their barn? Do you mean Edward? I don't know. I mean, it feels like the Kraken have played a lot of home games this year. I feel like there's a good amount of teams that we haven't gone to visit. Like ha- we haven't gone to Winnipeg yet, right? Uh, yeah, I don't think the road game, the, the road trip to Winnipeg has happened. No, because I would have heard that from other media members who would have to make the trip. That's not usually a popular I one. I don't think they've played in Vegas this year yet. Uh, home opener. I mean, oh, a home yeah. opener, season opener. Season I mean, opener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The home opener on the road, of course. You know, duh. <laughs> um, here's a stat I saw. Kraken are first team in NHL history to have a sub 400 points percentage through at least 25 games and then go on a 12 game point streak. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Very I mean, you could look at it both ways, right? Teams that go on this long of a point streak don't generally, haven't generally have dug themselves into this deep of a hole. But also, you know, teams that have that bad of a start don't generally turn it around, you know, this emphatically. So, you know, you can look at it either way. Yes. And I agree with Striatic here. Season opener feels like 6,000 years ago. Very much <sighs> sure does. does. Very much does, Striatic. <laughs> uh, Kaylin's saying there was an ad for it during World Juniors, maybe Sense Arena. For the for the VR stuff there, so interesting. Hmm. I'll look into that after after this here. Uh, Stratic, how do we feel about the Winter Classic jerseys becoming regular alternates even after this season? I would be so in favor of that because I think they're the best jerseys they've ever had. Yeah, I support it a hundred percent. I I really want to keep those Winter Classic jerseys around. They should be a full time alternate. Given the Kraken already don't have one, yeah, definitely. And they played well in them, right? Like this isn't yes. a reverse retro situation. Like they played the one of their best games ever. They're very much not cursed. Thing. Yes, they are not cursed at all. Absolutely would love that. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, pardon me there. Um, all right, here, uh, people talking about the Leafs game back at the end of the road trip. Really getting ahead of ourselves, everybody in chat, talking about that one. We've got four games between then and now. Um, but it will be fun to have them back in town. You can ask all the questions that we've been building up on the road trip already, RJ. Um, thank you all so much for joining us tonight, this evening, everybody. Uh, presented by Flatsick. But what am I saying here? To start over. <laughs> All right, RJ, when they come back, you can ask your questions and you'll be very happy. want to thank everybody for joining us tonight on Emerald City Hockey <laughs> Post Game Live presented by Flatstick Pub. It's been really, really fun celebrating these wins with everybody. I know they get a little bit looser. They get a little bit more fun, especially when the team just kind of keeps dominating the way they do. It, it gets a little hard to talk about things, RJ, just because feel like you're saying the same thing over and over, but when the same thing over and over is they got depth scoring, guys are stepping up, Joey's playing lights out, could be a lot worse for us. Yeah, definitely. You, you take all of that, and um, I'm just looking forward to these games coming up on the road trip, right? Columbus next, a back-to-back Monday and Tuesday. That's going to be really fun, uh, and just can't wait to see everyone for those. And uh, no, we're not going to get Martin Jones when the Leafs come over. No, definitely not. See, it's because I didn't drink enough of the Gatorade with sugar. I started crashing there when I tried to go and do the outro. So that's my fault for putting it so far away from me. There you go. Drink up, Dylan, and everybody go uh, check the social media because first thing I'm doing after this is posting Joey doing the Drieger eyes. Definitely, definitely. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. Thanks to all those who gave Super Chats, as always, and we will see you all next time.